0: Ooh, you hear that sultry, jazzy piano, and that can only mean one thing. We are about to get into another episode of The Questions Hip Hop Trivia Podcast, Making Illmatic Edition. My name is Sean Kantrowitz, and for those of you who don't know, the whole concept of the Making Illmatic series is simple. My co-host Midas the Beast and I are joined by a third guest, and we have but one mission. We take an album that we enjoy by an artist who we respect and appreciate and see if the album can be improved by giving it the quote-unquote Illmatic treatment in which we trim it down to 10 songs. Does this improve the album? Does it hurt the album? Does it make no difference at all? That's what we aim to find out. And in this episode, we are joined by A good pal of mine he is one half of the breaking adams podcast one of my favorite hip-hop podcasts based out of the uk his name is chris mitchell aka kinetic he's a musician he's a writer he's a podcast producer he's somebody whose opinion i really respect i've been on their show and the breaking adams crew have also been on the questions as guests in the past so i asked chris hey what album would you do if you came on the show? And he pretty immediately came up with Buster Rhymes' second album from 1997, When Disaster Strikes. This is an album that epitomizes so much of what we know about the 90s and is by many considered to be the best album in Buster Rhymes' catalog. But You'll have to let me know in the comments and uh, however else you want to reach me where it stands for you. You can hit me up at sean at questionshiphop.com. Let me know how you're enjoying the show. Let me know if there are albums that you want to see us do or guests that you want to see on either the Making Illmatic version of the show or as a guest on The Questions regular format. This was a really great episode. We have a good time. Uh, as always, things get a little fraught with emotion, with, with, with tension and passion, we'll say, but it's a good time. I want to give a shout out to everybody who has been supporting the show. A lot of continued growth on the podcast charts. If you haven't done so already, leave a review, rate, and subscribe to the show. As uh, my Stony Island brethren, Open Mike Eagle says, it helps the robots love us. And we want the robots to love us so the show can continue to grow and be discovered so much cool shit happening over on the questions Patreon, including a bonus clip that was not included in this episode, but is from this very session. If you want to join a group of like-minded rap nerds and get early access to episodes, bonus content, discussions, and a whole lot more, I urge you to support the show and go to patreon.com thequestionshiphop hip hop. I've got a link for it in the show notes. Well, that's enough talking out of me. We are going to dive straight into it. This is The Questions Hip Hop Trivia Making Illmatic with Chris Mitchell on Busta Rhymes' When Disaster Strikes. Let's get into it. Who did it first? First, first, first. Who did it best?
1: Who did it worst? That's the question. question, 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 question. Who rapping then? And what happened when? That's the question. And let me ask you a question. Hmm. And if you ain't know what needs, then my guy's doing what you need. Some answers to the questions.
0: We got Chris Mitchell on the show. Chris, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing very well. It's Sunday evening over
2: here. Um I'm I'm chilling, just watching TV and living life. I'm I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good, man. I'm ready to talk about some rap. I'm ready to talk about some bust rhymes with my my co-host, Midas the Beast, Midas, what's good. We out here. What's really good? Wow. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're about
1: to do wind disaster strike. So like I need to just be like wow.
0: Yeah.
1: ha <laughs> <laughs> just make noises you know
0: yeah you know what i'm saying for the whole thing buster rhymes has the dopest ad-lib tracks on his and like i wonder sometimes if he just recorded like a pass of it and they looped it or if he like literally would go through a four minute song and just do a track of just like "Ah, ah."
1: as a as a as a, a as a recording artist one of the things that is phenomenal about listening to Bus, and I revisited this album a lot over the last couple of days. Is like when I do my ad libs, they sit in like, all right, here's a spot for ad lib to go. Bus has none of these rules. Like there's no, just, none. the ad libs have no rhyme or reason to them. There's no science. They, they, it it's don't even, there. it's just there. It, yeah. it, it just, it, it, he'll put an ad lib
0: over a word. He don't care. Yeah. Like it's just, <laughs> He's crazy with it, so it's, it's it's funny. Yeah. So, Chris, what made you want to choose "When Disaster Strikes" as the album that we're going to put onto the surgery table today?
2: Well, it's it's one. It's my favorite Busta Rhymes album. He has a lot of albums. I think he's like ten, eleven albums in solo. That's not even counting the Flip Mode stuff and Leaders of the New School. But it's an album I really, really love, and I have fond memories of this album you know walking to school listening to this album on my walkman um it was a time where you know i was in my mid-teens so i'm starting to kind of get a better understanding of the world and myself and you know in hindsight i look back and i thought you really didn't know anything in the grand scheme of things but at the time it just felt like the world was really opening up for me and um it's the 25th anniversary of the album in, in september so um I think it's a good time to kind of re-examine what I, I believe to be Buster
0: Rhymes' best album. Yeah, maybe, maybe we actually wait and put this out in September. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. Um, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's 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 you know kind of get into it as we always do. Uh, we like to sort of evaluate how we rate the album as it currently stands. So it sounds like it was a pretty formative album for you we're where, where, on the on the source five mic uh rating system where does when disaster strikes uh sit for you five mics five mics um, wow Yep.
2: no sophomore jinx for Buster rhymes, no sophomore jinx. like
1: wow to come
2: to come after the and I also understand there's there's, there's classics in the sense of the culture there's the in the canonical sense there's albums that in order to understand and appreciate hip-hop you have to listen to you know like your ultra magnetics your, like the obvious things but then there's, there are those albums that are just so impactful to me and i can actually trace you know some some of the artists that came about as a result of this project you know you look at your your, your ludicrous the formation of the flip mode squad you know Ra digger success you know i feel like the, you know dj scratch as a producer you know like i just feel like this album has everything we love about buster rhymes is in this album and, and yeah. i think the closest he got to it was with the last one
0: he did
1: mm. the ele2
0: The ele2 and so, yeah. this, so i imagine this is going to be a little painful for you because we're we're going to be we're going to be stripping your five mic classic and seeing if it's still. so
1: club. so l- so let me ask you if this is a five mic record you don't mm-hmm. think it can get better
2: you know what
0: This exercise allowed me
2: to think, yeah, it can get better because there are are some songs that I feel could be trimmed. It's almost like, imagine someone makes you a dope meal, right? So the chicken's banging, the rice is banging, the coleslaw is banging, and then they put some vegetables on the side, which, you know, it's cool. (laughs) But you don't need the vegetables. You need the vegetables. But it's kind of like, you know what? I could eat these on the side or with a different dish. Right. It doesn't necessarily add to the dish, but it doesn't really take away either. That's how I...
1: That's how I see it. You know, I was listening to this album over the last few days and I don't have I don't have a romantic relationship with this album. Now, part of why I don't have a romantic relationship with this album is because I don't have a romantic relationship with Busta Rhymes. So, I was into Bus as very surface level into Busta Rhymes, and so you know, doing doing these podcasts and going through these these things, I get to think about the artists that I and, and albums that I do have romantic relationships with and why, right? And then the ones that I don't and why, right? Because I I generally like Busta Rhymes, so then the question is, yeah, but why didn't I really like? I care that much about Busta Rhymes. Like, I like him, but why didn't I care? And in listening to this, the album that kept popping into my head in comparison to it was when we just recently did on the podcast, which was Red Man's Muddy Waters, which would have been the year before, right? And there's a lot of parallel between those records for me in the sense that, like, there's a lot of rapping for rapping's sake, right? And there's a lot of, like, Like, for instance, on the Red Man record, there's a lot of similar production throughout every track in the sense that, like, Eric Sermon just makes, like, an Eric Sermon-type beat every track, right, that he does. There's a lot of similar production on this album. Like, just crazy bass lines and then bust of, ha, 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 just going crazy on every song. But I think it's the going crazy that wears me out sometimes. And then I I, I uh, compared it again in my head to a lot of Kendrick Lamar and why I don't listen to a lot of Kendrick Lamar, although I generally like Kendrick Lamar. And it's because... Kendrick's doing 5000 voices and like it just I would just be like yo bro like that's not what I'm listening to music for today. So yeah. it's interesting as I went through this because it's it's a weird thing when you really like an artist and what he's doing. I think we mentioned Sean on the lab, last podcast when we did the love movement. We met, we mentioned when Bus came on that like man we missed this version of Buster Rhymes. And that version of Buster Rhymes is this version of Buster Rhymes but i don't know that i could do this version of buster Rhymes for like 70 minutes
2: it's a it's That's... a it's an exhilarating listen i mean you know he is it, you could listen to buster like, it's like mop like if i listen it's to it's like Warriors, MOP. yeah like i'm in two frames of mine, i either want to go and fight the world or i need to go and sleep <laughs> At, you you know drained I mean? yeah. I'm drained yeah. Because it's mm. it's just It's a hun- it's level 100 mm-hmm. From the beginning Like right. from, until from the, the end game. And it's like an hour And 20 minutes No and I definitely I definitely understand wh- What you're saying I definitely understand What you're saying And yeah Good shout on the Muddy Waters That's another one of my Personal
0: favorites too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think Busta would eventually get a little bit more range and kind of curb it a little bit. But this <sighs> is still very much early era Busta Rhymes' second album, 1997. Yeah. You know, just a year after his debut, The Becoming. Yeah. This year The Coming. I mean, now, the Coming. Me, yeah. The Coming is, and I feel like this is not always a popular take, but that's what we do on the show. You know, just. You know, speaking from our from our hearts here, the coming is, in my opinion, Buster Rhymes' best album. That's the mm-hmm. one that I have the most romanticized relationship with. I listen to it the most. When it came to his other material, including this album, I guess starting with this album, he for me is the consummate singles artist, and that yeah, always is. Is great for what? incredible singles. Uh The albums, you know, would. And I don't. I think this is probably, I yeah. No, it's not a hot take to say this is in the upper echelon of his albums. Mm. But for me, my relationship with him is more in single doses. And I I don't know if it is so much about the wild energy, so much as I don't know. I I think that it's hard. I was trying to think of this too. I was like, there's something with Bus that's
1: missing for me. Right. And it's and it's and it's super funny because as the albums go on because I think and going back to what we were talking about when we were mentioning his feature on the love movement This Buster is my favorite version of Buster. Sure. After a couple of albums, we stopped getting this Buster, right? He turned into Speed Rap Buster more. You got more of that. And then you also got more of like Coke Rap Buster, right? Which which is I like to call Raekwam Buster, right? (laughs) So we got we got these we got these other Busters, right? And then we got like we got like Swiss Beats Buster, you know, and I don't like
2: like that Buster at all. I don't like that. We
1: we got these different busters. I like this buster, but what I kind of wish that we would get is an album with all of the busters. Like I like I like all of the busters, but this buster doesn't come back.
2: Like this buster, I feel he I feel he did, he did come back for ELE, ELE too, 2 which is why I said it was There
1: like, was some there was some of that in
2: there. You're it was right. almost You're like right. a celebration right. of everything that was Buster Rhymes in this one the, the bus drive sampler
0: platter if you will
2: exactly yes. exactly um but i'm not i totally understand i totally understand what you're saying and yeah the swiss beats Buster, i'm not with it No. Sir. <laughs> uh-uh. i'm on my new york shit. that was cool that was all right I, I that, that, that was movie. swiss wasn't it yeah that, was, yeah. yeah that was that was swiss that was swiss. I, i'm talking um what is it um turn it up from um
0: yeah from ele2 yeah, yeah yeah or no wasn't that yeah. on um wasn't, no was that, original that was extinction level I know, I know, yeah Oh, well, yeah, but also, uh, what was the Daft Punk? uh, Touch It. uh, That was good. Touch It. That was good. good. Um, So you rated it as five mics. The Source at the time rated it as a four-mic album. Rolling Stone gave it three stars out of five. Uh, You know, NME gave it seven out of ten. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B. So, you know, this is a generally well-regarded album. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, I would say I think that this is probably like this is hurting me because you just professed early on how much you have a romanticized. He you know, started with listen. it, it's yeah. a five-bike album. And, and so so we're, we're, this is gonna hurt. We're just here to break your heart today, Chris. Come I, on, man. I would say that I would give this a solid three and a half. Uh, Oof, this is, this is but, a three and a half to me, but three and a half's not bad. I mean, that means dope. We're checking there out. There were a lot
1: of great, there were yeah. a lot of great uh, albums in the source that they got the three and a half.
0: Yeah, three uh, and a half is cool. Three and a half, yeah, is no, cool. that's not me shitting on it, that's just me being like, this is solid, I don't think it's whack. Uh, it, I didn't connect with it super hard when it came out, and upon revisiting it for this, I, I feel good about the three and a half. But Midas, what is your evaluation of this album?
1: Yeah, I would say the same. Actually, I would have I would have stuck with a three and a half, but it's one of those records where because I okay, so like going back into some of the tropes that we've been seeing in in, in these records that came out in the '90s, every song is like four
0: minutes
1: (laughs) like you know i i really think this album's gonna benefit from a from a healthy trimming yeah because there's in my opinion there's nothing it's funny about records like this there's nothing bad on the record but if this record were to, to to the point of the podcast 10 songs versus 19 boy you're like god bus came out swinging like you know and maybe some of these end up on soundtracks and they move around different and each one stands on its own kind of okay but all together it it seems a bit much so i would say i would say three and a half and i think it'll improve though once we do some cuts
2: I will say though I'm I'm giving the five mics just because of how much I personally
1: love the album if I was
2: a if I was like a journalist and someone said you know I would probably go around the four yeah Mm -hmm. Mm 4.25 but I'm I'm too in love with this album I've been in love with it for 25 years it would be like leaving a wife at this point
1: damn (laughs) well the goal the goal is always to see if we can get these albums to Illmatic Reverence Right. Like if we can, if we can, if we can do a little scissoring, can we, would, would it have a different
0: reverence? Right. Yeah.
1: So let's see what we can do with this
0: one. Yeah. Uh, All right. We're going to get into it. So, you know, the routine, we play the song and then it's a three man committee. You got to vote it to keep it or cut it. So we're going to start with the intro. (laughs) <laughs> Again, this is this is becoming a trope of this podcast. If you put out an album in the 90s, you had to have a first song that was an intro and you had to name it intro. You had to name an intro. You had to. People would be lost if you, if you didn't. It was too confusing. So here's the intro.
3: Real fucked up for everyone and everything everywhere.
0: What a time capsule. Come on. Come on. Yep.
1: So here so here's the thing. I'm, I'm gonna just i just come out the gate. The 90s was real crazy about these intros and like <laughs> and like and I get it because we it birthed such amazing intros. Like there's amazing intros throughout the 90s. There are some
0: amazing intros.
1: From the there 90s. are some amazing intros. I'm going to say This is not one of them. (laughs) This intro is... Now, I love Dr. Travis, although, you know, like I love what Busta is doing on the intro. The intro is five minutes long.
2: And that's my main (laughs) criticism too.
1: And it's three
2: different intros in one intro. Busta Rhymes is the king of wasting amazing beats on intros. (laughs) Yeah. The production. The beats are amazing but that also that's also testament to just the amount of amazing production he has cuz he did i remember on genesis when the intro came in was... and it was duh, not and, and he just started talking over it i said huh i'm like <laughs> that, how do you just talk was, over a not beat
1: that was always a thing that we used to talk about back in the day with um the the famous one for that for for me and my my boys was uh the wu-tang killer bees we all the swarm yeah mm. Do, 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 do. we were like they didn't rap on this like what are you what are you talking about right yo there's three amazing beats on this intro yes and yes. i should
0: say that uh, these beats or the movements here are produced by buster rhymes omar glover and dj scratch who plays a pretty significant part in the production on when disaster strikes but yeah, it, it is very overwrought. I mean, you know, it's, it's when I say it's a time capsule, it is very much capturing that moment. But man, he was really hedging his bets on the fact that the year 2000 was going to be this yeah, he, and,
2: and Yeah, he got his maps very wrong.
0: Yeah, very wrong. I mean, and maybe he, you know, was sort of playing into the spectacle and art of it. But it's, it's not something you know if you could stomach the five minute intro before it certainly feels less vital now 22 years removed and it's like Mm -hmm. we were all concerned because there was a theory that the calendars and computers might not know how to reset or might go back to like 1900 i don't know if it's like a y2k thing um (laughs) like lord have mercy sort of seems like he's reading a script here but it also seems like maybe he's improvising
2: he i th- i felt like he was reading but i think the significance of having his voice at the beginning cuz it was the same on the coming right um his his alias was the the voice of the ten commandments so it fits right. in with that whole apocalyptic end of the world type thing and he was next up like yeah. that was the plan he yeah. was he was he was next so he's almost the first and last voice you hear on this project he was like next and if we're gonna talk about hip hop heartbreaks at any point, yeah, Lord Have Mercy's album not coming up to this day not does not sit well with me. Same I, with the Fab Five, I can't get over it. Like I think '90s hip hop fans, we need therapy because we've had to <laughs> do, deal with some do, serious heartbreaks.
1: Do you have the bootleg of the Lord Have Mercy?
2: I have like seven songs from it. Yeah, that that joint with Lord, was crazy. Lord like, Have yeah. Mercy was next. Yeah, he yeah. was.
1: His voice is, gosh, and, yeah. yeah.
2: The, and I'm then getting Splista, hurt. I'm, I'm getting hurt right now, Nah, it's it's, it's a lot, you know, like then split star's voice on it, because split star was supposed to come with an album too, so it was almost like he was getting the squad into formation, but we just didn't need five minutes of that right
1: yeah and and here's the thing we me and Sean and I talk a lot about like intro. There's three intros. Like, that's kind of the thing that's kind of bugged out. It's one intro that has three different intros inside of it. It's almost like you could have just cut the first intro and started with the second one. And it would have been, right. you'd have been like, oh, there's this is the intro. Just
0: pick you your could've... favorite intro. We've got three <laughs> options, Buster. We got to decide here which one yeah. is the intro. It's like, nah, all of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all, yeah three and <laughs> all three the, the intros. And the thing is as well, can you imagine saying no to Buster Rhymes? It might not end well for you. Nah.
1: No. No. He's probably gonna yell at you. So yeah. I'm I'm I'm, go, I'm voting
2: cut on the end. Cut. I'm voting cut too. This goes this got to go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm glad we uh, all were able to come to this conclusion. Real shocker, folks. We're cutting the five minute <laughs> three piece intro <laughs> combo, uh, which means that we're going to the second song on the album produced by DJ Scratch. The whole world looking at me.
3: this is the intro yeah
1: it should start started right, right there.
2: there yeah start right there the sophomore album 1997 the death of biggie and tupac um the yeah. album's actually dedicated to biggie it's almost like Busta i'm saying i'm here now like all the promise that i showed on scenario flavoring like this is the culmination and fulfillment of this promise he said i feel mm. so imperial the Flip Mode album was called Imperial. It's like he was he was laying everything out. You know, the Large Pro shout out. It's just like this connection to the past, the present. Then it's got the futuristic feel. Then DJ Scratch, who I I credit DJ Scratch as the the the, the creator of the Flip Mode sound. Right. And, um, you know, Mida's mentioned before with the bass lines and stuff. You know, you have that Caribbean influence. You know, um, that West Indian influence with Buster and Scratch. It's just. It's just the perfect opening. It reminds me of a spinner beat. Very, very rugged, Mm, but still futuristic mm. at the same time. And I I love this. The whole world's looking at me. And I I, I remember when this album dropped, because I I listened to it and I bought it in real time. And Buster was the guy. He was. He was the guy. Yeah,
1: you you brought up a good point about being what the statement of the record is, is, in the sense of like, this is like the coming was the was the intro was the was the intro <laughs> coincidentally but the 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 this album was the for, the attempt at the fulfillment of the promise right to your point like yo th- this is what i do you know what i mean like yeah you had the scenarios you had the flavor in the air you had uh, you know these different uh opportunities to kind of see me kind of represent but th- watch me and like the first album was didn't do that the way that this album attempted to do that. In my opinion, I think the first album was more of a who, who, who is this? You know what I mean? Like we were just kind of waiting for it with this particular joint. It's hard. It's hard. I don't like it as the first song on the album. I like, I like it track four or something like that. Um, there's a couple of different there's a couple of different joints on this record that like to me even the uh the uh the the next joint where if it would have started there I'd have went okay yeah yeah it kind of starts to it's it's weird because it's a hard beat but it's but it's also just mellow like it's, it's, pretty, low it's, it's pretty low energy it's just low energy yeah for, for him to have so much energy it's kind of low energy so I was like ah you know okay. Now, it's a keep for me because I think the song is dope and the song should be on the album. I just don't like it as the first song on the album. Okay. But it's a keep.
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it too. I'm going to keep it too. It's, it's just that first verse alone. Somebody mm-hmm. needing couple buffering. Follow my instructions. Like the wait. listen, the vocab on this as well? Come on. He's going crazy. Buster Rhymes' crazy. vocabulary is incredible actually. Like he's the first person I've ever heard just say the word rambunctious in general conversation. Like his... His vocabulary is nuts.
0: He he really is an incredible MC, which is, I think, what... uh, It's kind of underrated, low-key. It is underrated, and I think, you know, I've had this conversation, ironically, about Ludacris, and I know this is probably another podcast, you know, topic, but Ludacris... I think is wildly underrated he can wrap his ass off had huge smashes and kills every guest verse he ever does which is kind of what you can say about Buster Rhymes too it's they the occupy same the same thing. lane yeah and i really do think that part of the underrated nature of both of them is because they made music videos that were kind of funny which seems like yeah. a real fucked up thing. humor yeah, yeah. The, the humor almost undermined it when like honestly if you think about it and if we like Think about the craft of performance and you know you could say writing or storytelling or whatever comedy is very hard to do you know it's very easy to be dramatic it's more difficult to really uh you know wield humor as a, a tool in your in your arsenal I'll, I'll throw one more at you and i, I i'm saying
1: this now i might have mentioned this in some way throughout earlier pods so we'll keep a running tally of this if if of if this becomes a thing the the albums that the whole hip hop landscape generally looks at as all-time classics the ones that we kind of all agree on are untouchable classic albums they're all they're all they all have if not the whole record they all have Big moments of seriousness attached right. to them, right? And I think where you, where you, somebody like a Busta Rhymes, we talked about it on the Red Man record, Red Man episode. When you're, when you just don't ever get serious, it, it's people are gonna only have a surface level love with you as a, as a whole. I think. I think there's, there, I mean, he gets, he's serious, but he's not like tugging at my. There's no heartstring being it, it, tugged it,
0: at. It's, it's weird, because I wouldn't say that Buster Rhymes doesn't have seriousness on his albums. The That's album is I'm... called When Disaster Strikes. It has a very dramatic intro. And, you know, <laughs> for, for the most part, even if you heard some of the songs that had videos, if you heard them removed from that, it doesn't necessarily convey the, for lack of a better word, goofiness or life-heartedness that the light, light-heartedness, rather, that the videos would convey. So, I don't right. know. It's it's complicated. And maybe I, I we're think... going to... Go ahead, ahead Joe. No, I was going to say maybe we're going to peel the orange a little bit more as we continue to uh, dissect this. For me, this song would be a cut because I just think it's a little low energy and it doesn't sit for me well as the opening track. I, yeah. I honestly trimmed, you know, and again, we're trimming this to 10 songs. So there's going to there's gonna be a lot of losses. So for me, I had a vision of the album starting with the song a bit later even in yeah. the... But, yeah. you know, you guys are keeping it. So I've yeah, we'll, we'll got to support man. my guys. I feel I feel like this hurt you a bit. No, you know, what? So you know what?
1: I,
2: I, I got to keep it. I mean, damn, it's, it's you know, what? you know what it is. It's like I'm really fascinated to hear how people feel about an album I love. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think I think it's I think it's I think it's really dope. I mean, yeah, someone who's made albums in Midas, we've all made albums here. Yeah. It's, you know, the sequencing part is can be challenging. It can be it can be very challenging. It's often a part of the album making process. I enjoy it the most, and I spend the most amount of time on it because Me I want it to. Tell I this.
1: believe in sequencing at a high level, but I at think most rappers are not equipped to be the sequencer no, of their own album. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. <laughs> you almost need an objective, you know, yeah. outside party. But again, to your point, Chris kind of hard to tell Buster rhymes anything especially at this point too because you have to think about it he's kind of the shit from the jump he's oh, the yeah, leader he he's the leader of leaders of the new school he was a leader of the new school he was a leader of the new school he <laughs> outshines everybody on the fucking tribe scenario and then the remix and then he has you know i was reading articles and interviews that sort of like did a retrospect on the coming in which he did express that he was having a lot of anxiety and he wasn't feeling very confident about it mm. because he never wanted to be a solo star he never. wanted mm. to be in a group mm. and he was like i really don't know what i'm doing you know i think dante ross might have also spoke about this a he bit. Did. Um, yeah yeah uh, and you know lo and behold the coming was a smash you know yeah, i mean at was, least yeah. Wuha was a smash so yeah. i think that this is really he's kind of if he's not there yet he's definitely on the cusp of you can't tell me shit energy at this well, stage I in his career yeah so it felt so imperial it did feel so imperial um all right so we're gonna move on to the next track also produced by dj scratch it is survival hungry
3: hey, yo, ooh, baby, what the- just the, the type of shit that make you act stupid for real what the yeah. before you try to wear these you need to hear these welcome all y'all to the world
2: series yeah. so
0: this for me would have been the opener this would have been
1: opener for me too it would have been opener for me too
2: okay i'm I'm gonna I, I love the song by the way this yeah, yeah fine this this is like the melodies just the he gets even more Jamaican on this song
0: <laughs> um, this is the sound is a, of this is the sound of a man about to say he's gonna cut a song though hi, hi, i tell you it. i
2: tell you why though,
0: <laughs> before, though. <laughs> you know,
2: Sean, i didn't i didn't, no. I didn't read that you no you know it. what I didn't, I, tell, I didn't read it i tell you why dj scratch he's one of my like he's one of my favorite producers like bucket list guests for breaking atoms he used a, i think he used the same sample on onyx's album shut Him down he did three oh. songs on there so there's a song on Onyx's album called Street Niggas, and it's the same beat. Slightly, just slightly different. And that's why I would cut this on because I actually prefer the Onyx version. I'm being selfish. Ooh. um, But that's the only reason I'd cut it, just because, okay, it's like in two places, essentially. Yeah, you,
1: you feel like you could get it somewhere else.
2: Yeah. And plus, I love that Onyx album, so, you know, I'm greedy like that.
0: To me, this would be a keep. It, But we have to also address something that is specific to this song and this album Buster rhymes himself cut this song from the album because when they reissued it and in later releases and international releases this song was not featured it was only on the initial and i believe it is also on streaming so i guess it is still sort of canon but um they released the remix to uh turn it up up. the fire it up remix and that was in the place of uh this song so I guess I guess having said that if we are going to put into contention this added song I guess I have to cut this song too because if if the turn it up fire it up remix can take its place in Buster Rhymes' mind then <laughs> yeah
1: I'm not gonna argue that well, it's, it's great I'm not co-signing Buster Rhymes' mind because we already established that a three-part, five-minute intro is not the greatest way to start your album. So, I am going to keep this joint because I think it should have started the record, actually. Okay. Although we are
0: cutting it, I would have kept it. But there we go. All right. All right, yeah, this is, this is how it unfolds, folks. So then I guess we will go into We're gonna break from the uh streaming yeah, this version, is weird anyway. Because
1: there's, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so we've, we've got the turn it up, fire it up remix that was produced by Buster Rhymes and Spliff Star.
3: how I get money, others <laughs> are trying to keep it. Flip mode, be winners you want to form a team with, the big money figures, the ones that plot the scheme with, the
1: brothers that are used to getting money frequent, the ones I would always measure my triple. Until they start taking my people to the precinct. This is when you realize like, oh, every time he comes out with an album, he's going to have three singles that are going to be ridiculous. Like you just kind of knew it. Banging. You just knew it. And and, and, and he did the thing that, man, I miss the 90s, man. He did the thing (laughs) in the 90s where, man, I think about Outkast. I think about Missy Elliott. I think about Busta, where like, an artist would drop a single, and you had no idea what it would sound like. Like, you were like, like, if you just read in the source New Busta Rhymes single, you couldn't even predict what it would sound like. You had no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Outkast was gonna drop a single, you had no idea what this was gonna sound like. It would completely catch you out of left field. Like, I would've never guessed that song from Busta Rhymes at that point. At all. So the fact that he was able to be so unpredictable with those records, you know, was, and, and flip the flows up. Like that's another thing about bus is that he's a flow master. He's mastered right? so every flow. Every he's flow. mastered. He's a flow master. Like he's a scientist with flows. So like the fact that you could go from the first two joints we just heard in the, in the cadences that he pulled out to that, yeah. is like almost like un. it's an uncanny. It's like an X-Men
0: ability. So mm. um, that's a keep for me. Also, shout out to the novelty of rhyming on the Knight Rider theme. The Knight that Rider itself theme. was like very cool as well. Right. And I think kind of almost nods to a bit of that, like, you know, humorous, clever, sly sort of uh, uh, persona that he had. Yeah. I mean, look. I, I said it like to me, Buster Rhymes is the consummate singles artist, so we must preserve the singles at all costs. To me, yeah. it's never an instance of like, yeah, you know, like this, the single, he kind of watered it down. He never waters it down nah, on the single. Right. The single, it, he turns it up. He he fires it he up, I might even up. say. <laughs> so my vote is to keep. Chris, what say you?
2: I'm going to say keep. Um, I'll be honest with you, it threw me a bit left when you played this because I was listening to the original version. Mm-hmm. Um, and I totally thought, "Oh, fire it up!" And I, I would, I'll definitely, I'll definitely keep it because I just think it highlights the the creativity, which I think is the calling card of Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Say what yeah. you want to say about his ability, you know, production, long intros. He's always creative, always creative. And I'm, I'm, I'm an '80s baby. Knight Rider was was the one. Yeah. yeah. Night Night Rider, Rider was the one, man. Michael. And it Knight, was crazy, like on. when you
1: first heard that come in, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's flipping!" Yeah. Back there. Like this, shit right? Is crazy. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: And it really dope video too.
2: Yeah, yeah agreed. Great. And he produced it. I think Buster Rhymes as the producer, he doesn't produce as much, but Buster, he did Abandoned Ship, um, which was a good I great need to show. know
1: when I when I see these uh these kinds of rappers and it's produced by them, I need more details on what is produced by Buster Rhymes. Okay. Like, I saw something that was like produced by ODB. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> like he made the beat? Like he made it like with a beat machine? Is that what happened?
2: I, I did read um, an interview with um Evil D. I don't they know. Said, they said Buster Rhymes is a producer. Like drum machine will hit. Drum the machine. Yeah.
0: I gotta see it, bro. I believe I it. I gotta see I it. I believe he, it. He's been around for so long, and he's had so many dope mentors. You got to keep in mind that like the Bomb Squad and Chuck D were you know pivotal players early on in his career in the in the LONS career. Um, I believe it. Yeah. He. Me too. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like Buster Rhymes could get a little busy on the turntables either. I have no evidence that would, of it. That, but, that wouldn't shock me. That would shock me less than seeing him tap on paths. Well, he's produced a couple uh, and I think at least one other on this album. Uh, so we're going to get to yeah, he's it. he's got a couple on here. But, but yeah, uh, this was a key all right so we're keeping it um we're moving on to another dj scratch production he also favors cutting out blocks for producers he uh, you know he did it with knots as well where it's like this is your section of the album uh, uninterrupted although scratch is kind of all over this but we're on to the next track it's the title track when disaster strikes
3: oh my let's stack another million learn on how the to my motherfucking song they puts it on and keeps you open all day long The way we function up You thinking something must be wrong we set the high standards For corny niggas to get the gong Bleach your ass blonde and black your colour
0: <sighs> Styles. So many styles. Listen,
2: how how buster Rhymes come with opera? He started singing. <laughs> on and on. Like, when I heard this, I was just like, how? How
1: he's got vocal mastery, man! He's got so much control over his, over his delivery. It's 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 it's, it's really not, a special talent.
2: He's yeah. in and out. He starts rapping, then he just goes back into the singing, then he just comes back. It's beautiful.
1: Chaos. He's in pocket, He's and then he's creating pockets. Oh. You know, like, he's in the pocket, then he makes his own pocket. Like, he's...
2: Seamstress. Yeah, he's, yeah, it's, like it's, a tailor. Mad pockets. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's real. Masterful it's real MC. Masterful. And yeah, then DJ I, Scratch on this come on catches a body. Come yeah. on now. This is the... Come. To me, this is the Busta Rhyme sound, though. Like, this is the Busta Rhyme, outside of, like, the singles...
0: yeah it's 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 both his delivery and the sort of like tone of production like this that's like I don't have a better way to describe this, but it's slanted. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, his yeah, whole yeah, style yeah. is slanted. Like he's a cartoon wiry character who's like kind of like <laughs> but you know, it's, <laughs> it's 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 like cool, but you're also like a little like, oh, I don't want to get like too close to this because it sounds like, you know, you don't know what moves he's gonna make here. But it like I just picture like a, a villain, like sort of like slant, like evil. Demented walk. So this is
1: this is something that that I'm thinking about, right? So like when I say serious records, like okay, Redman is funny on records, right? Bus isn't funny on records per se. Like that's he's not funny in the way that Redman is, sure, right? But but again, I don't view this record as a very serious record. And when I use the word serious, I don't mean like. Like hard face, I, I I think I just more mean like there's no. He rarely does a song that is like, yo, let me tell you about something. You know what I'm saying? There's no like, yo, I'm a, let me let me tell you something. Let me let me put you on to this situation. At least not in this in this
2: not record. in this not in this era, this era. Not
1: not in this record. It doesn't he got he got much.
2: a little more
0: personal.
1: He got on, more on personal as it went and more whatever. And I I think when you don't have those records on your album. It's hard for the general public to go. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is a this is a classic. Because if you look, the Illmatic's, the Chronics, the all those records have those records that are like, oh yeah,
0: this is he's talking about this. Right, he, but he just talking. He doesn't. He doesn't really uh, lean on the autobiographical. Even even as he started to do that, it was still sort of like the event. Like, hey, here's the song on the album where I'm actually going to tell you a little bit about you know my mm. own personal experience. Whereas otherwise, it's kind of like it is very like going to like the circus and watching somebody do an incredible trick that that's, you'll never see it. anybody else do, that's and it. nobody does it better, that's and you it. marvel at it, but you don't go home and you're like. I wonder what he's like.
2: You know, yeah. <laughs> like, I would, yeah. I would, you yeah. don't you don't know who Trevor Smith is until later, right? So, so you know,
1: months later. You, so and, months and it's the same later, thing yeah. they
2: said about Jada Kiss. It's like, yeah, Jada Kiss is a great MC, but who is Jason Phillips? Right. Yeah. And that's why. And that's why that Y record was so important. It's like, oh, okay, you're really in tune with what's going on. Like buster Rhymes on the Big Bang, he did "Been Through the Storm." Right. You know, he, he did up. he did songs like that, and um, I think Ludacris was you don't. Ludacris didn't really have personal records until later and I think that's, yeah, that's part of why I'm, they might that's, be that's the thing. overlooked. That's the thing, yeah. Because we don't know who they are. We know of them but we don't necessarily know who they are.
1: You, you have to rap about something, right? So this is a record of a lot of rapping but it's not, there's not very many instances of rapping about something that means something, right? right. So like it's just kind of rapping but with that being said, this is Quintessential buster. Like even the beat is dark, but it's got some like playfulness to it with the line. like the way the line jumps around. is not in a like, like, like a, like a, like a serious face way. This doesn't sound like a mob deep dark beat. No, it's a little, no. it's a little
0: mischievous. It's a little yeah, mischievous. yeah, Good yeah. Word. like like Good like word. that
1: character you're describing that's right. slinking right. all <laughs> over the
0: place. Like, it's, like, it's like that, but not nah, for me. Keep, keep. Yeah, it's keep. Unanimous Keep.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <You know, laughs> like, put a put a graphic need, on there or we something. Need, yeah. We
1: need we need a, a little uh, drop
0: a Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Well then we are moving on from our unanimous keep and we are going to move on to the next song, which is produced by the Uma. This is our first James Yancey Dilla production on the album. It is so hardcore. Wow.
3: I walk through brick walls Fuck around Hijack your whole shopping mall I be ripping shit That's my word bond Scream that I watch the whole planet earth respond
0: Do just what you're told The remote control
3: Crash course Your shit You know how we roll When I talk-
2: I mean Buster And Diller Preserve at all costs Preserve Put this in a museum Have guards and dogs Around this This is like Buster and Dilla what more can you say I mean Dilla's beats I feel like when Buster jumps on the Dilla beat he unlocks even more flows the yeah. beat commands him just like still shining from the coming the way he flowed on that beat Jesus. I'm just like how do you do that like the time signature's weird he does it again on this this has to stay
1: yeah, yeah. they got a special connection
2: yeah they, no, it's different it's different it's, it's very different
0: it's shout, out, shout out to the uh, Diligence mixtape as well. Which, Come on. Uh, that that was straight fire. And then, yeah, he he had Dilla on almost every record. There was one that he didn't. I think it might have been maybe it was e- on ELE. Uh, ELE, yeah. But, you know, always good for like the super dope album cuts. To me, you know, you talk about like this is the era, like this album is the era of Buster Rhymes that, you know, we, we really like and pine for. I feel like if we even subdivide it more, this is the version of Buster Rhymes that I even prefer amongst the entire album. You know, his character and the tone of his voice and the way that he's rapping, it kind of skews a little bit more earlier, like the Tribe features and, you know, earlier uh, the coming album. So, mm. yeah, I, I love this song. It's a keep for me.
2: Yeah, keep. It's a keep. It's he a said, keep. I walked through brick walls. Like, he started the song, I walk through brick walls. Come on, man. It's a
0: keep. Yeah, it's a keep. All right. Well then, we are going to move on to another DJ Scratch production. It is get high tonight. Is it bad? It's 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 a cut.
2: It's a cut. It's a cut. It's a cut. It's a cut. Not because it's a bad song. It's a cut. It's just it's just weed. It's weed, it's a weed song, isn't
1: it? Yeah, and it's not. And a
2: I don't have anything weed songs. I don't have anything against weed songs. I love the chronic. Um, prove it. I just smoke it. right now. No, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It. I've never I've never smoked in my life. It's just never been my thing. My thing was always food and uh, mu- uh, music and women.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> It's hard to. I mean, I'm I'm not a marijuana crusader either. But that's a really tough retort to come back to. <laughs> like, what am I gonna like? Poke a hole in music, food and women. Like that's Yeah, that was my that was
2: my thing. Um yeah, it's a cool song. It would have been good on a soundtrack. Yeah. Again, I love this album. And I I will listen to this song. I listen to this song. When I listen to the whole album, I don't skip this song because it's a well produced song. The production is amazing, it's DJ Scratch, the flows, the melodies on the hook. But in the concept of when disaster strikes is it really time to get high the world is about to end we need to like do you know what i mean like is it time to get high that's the question i don't think so
1: it's pretty fair i mean that's guys, a good point i didn't think of it that way look
0: I. You shout, like out to, shout out to the de la Soul is dead skin i kind of like it like, you know this, <laughs> uh, it's uh to me i like it it almost feels like the successor to the cummings it's a party um, yeah, it's almost in the yeah. same exact place in oh, the wow. album too Good uh, point. uh so to me uh, you know i am i am all for i think maybe later in his career he might have gotten a bit more pandering with like songs that you can play maybe for your girl or, or play right, like in a party right. setting but to me this is that but it still has dope character i like it but you know it's, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna scream it's, about uh, this. it's
1: It 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 doesn't. The reason it's a cut for me is that it just doesn't give me a visceral reaction up, down, left, or right. It's a song that exists. Fair, fair point. And um, it's to me, it's it's the quintessential fat on an album. Like you just don't even need it. Like Mm. so, so you cut it, and you're not sad that it's gone. Mm. You know, and it's there. You're not mad that it's there. (laughs) Like it can be listened to, but. You, you know You could you could do without So I would say This is when you were talking About the vegetables And everything all that. This is that you
0: This know is the I mean?
2: vegetables
1: yeah, Okay
0: yes. yeah I, I'm, I'm with you I'm I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a cut Cut You know by that metric You're right Because I wanted to keep it you, We're cutting it And I don't really feel anything So <laughs> Here we go <laughs> Here we go <laughs> the Story checks out Alright then we're gonna move on To The Buster Rhymes Self produced Turn it up
3: bounce back, Open your mind Y'all grind your whole you twist uh, your yeah, I know the time. Ayo, feel the
2: Here's what I, I You know what? I wasn't crazy about this song, actually. I do recall now when I first heard it. I wasn't crazy about it, and I was glad that he remixed it. So, like if I ever interview Buster Rams, I will ask him why did he choose to remix this song? Cause I feel like this song was it was it was cool, but Busta Rhymes is is he's he's a god level MC. It was just it was just cool.
1: Yeah, it's turn a, it's turn a, it turn it up. It's like okay, it's, it's cool. not a, it's not a great beat for me. Uh, yeah, it's
2: not.
1: Uh, I I mean it it's a obviously super well known sample that it's like if if you're gonna touch a well known sample then you need to like kill that shit. But if you're just, I mean, if it's just going to be that, then you might as well, I, I, I don't know. I, even listening to it over the last couple of days,
0: every time it came on, I skipped past it. Mm. Just keep it moving. Yeah, I'm, so I'm cool on this. A cut. It's a Tur- cop. Would you say that you guys are more turn it down than turn it up it's for this one? Turn time? it down. Turn it off. <laughs> well, I kind of liked it. But, you know, again, I feel sort of the same way about the last cut that we did, mm. like, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna scream and cry about it. I to me, I like the vibe of it. I like Busta's you know animated flow on it, but we get that in other places. We get the, so the whole album, we get the that. whole album is that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and then here's another thing. Four minutes and eleven seconds of it. And is that how long this song is? Yes. Four minutes and eleven seconds. Oh of no, it. no, I'm cool. And, 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 I'm cool. And what they were doing in the '90s a lot that used to drive me nuts is like. You get these beats that, like, you—that's the beat. Like, there's no new drops. There's no new. Doesn't change. It doesn't change. That's the beat. That's the beat for four minutes and eleven seconds. Now oh cool. God,
2: I can't do it. I can't. Well, do he didn't—he didn't take the drum out one time. <laughs> I
1: mean, you—it's—I I, can't remember. So oh, it's,
0: my. yeah, it's rough. So yeah, yeah we're, that's, cool. That's we're cool. We're cool. Good... All right, we're turning it down and we're moving on to the next song. It's produced by Shamela, Buddha, and Epitome. It was a single. It is put your hands where my eyes could see. You don't
3: My main with that
0: shorty, she a little yo. The way
3: get in the So Sean,
1: you usually do this, and you may or not have been may or may not have been prepared for this, this this episode. Shamelo Buddha and Epitome.
2: Who, who are they? Do You know what? Know. One of one of them recently passed, actually. Yes, um, one one of them. I can't remember who, and that sounds really bad. But um, I don't know many of their production credits. I know they did one for Mob Deep as well, USA on on Murder Music. Oh,
1: okay. okay. They did
2: that one too. But you know, so, it, so this is
1: a their production team. I
2: think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. And um. I man, look, man. If you ever, if you only ever produce one song in life, and this is it, you made your mark.
1: Yeah, man. This is a, th- that's why I'm wondering. Like, usually when you see that one producer that like you don't really know who they are, type of deal, like it's not usually a super like all time great, because you would assume that they'd get more. Credits after doing something like this.
0: I want to mm. say that maybe on a somewhat recent Juan Epstein, they maybe like dug into this a little bit more, and I don't remember the story. I'm looking really quick. Shamelo did a joint on Mob Deep's murder music.
1: Yeah, it was just saying,
0: yeah, uh, USA. And, you know, yeah, USA. And then Killer Priest uh, from View from Masada. Uh, he, had a bu- he had a bunch of random producers on View from Masada. Also did a song <laughs> on Pete Pablo's Raise Up album. Uh, yeah, random. you know, I mean, be, being, you know, in a bit of the game as well in, in the music industry and like producing and seeing how it goes. And, you know, I think a lot of times it just comes down to like either some of these guys just don't have the, the gas to, to, you know, keep producing mm-hmm. or it could be. Mere was this p- just fed from like an A&R? Like, was this just like. I, I wish I had done more research on this. Like you know, sometimes it's just maybe yeah. personal stuff came up. Maybe it's they had a shitty manager or something. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah, it yeah. didn't really.
2: I, I also think some people are literally just one and done or few and through. You know, like you got some artists like oh at All City, they just had one album. Yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they're um, gone. You know, but this this song right here, put your hands with, like I all feel,
1: time I, classic.
2: I feel like I feel like Buster reset things. The sound. It's like yeah. it's. It's tribal, it's ancestral, it's almost like, I want to take my shoes off and just dance in a bucket of cocoa butter <laughs> when I hear this. This song, right, like, it's mad. The flow, and, the, and then the video, then the whole coming to America thing. Buster was really smart. He really tapped into, um, you know, coming to America, Night Rider, that kind of... We're at an age now where we can look back and say these are classics. But you know, even back then, we was, like, we was looking at oh, remember that or the old right. days or you know right. things that were ten, fifth. The way he was able to connect the past throughout this album, I just think it's really. I think it's. I, really I wish,
1: I wish, as an MC, I wish somebody I, like I wish time could be reset and I had the opportunity to get this beat where somebody would say like. Yo, you think you could do something on this? Like I wish I would have heard it for the first time. Like mm. I I want the feeling Buster Rhymes had when he heard this beat for the first time and was like, "Yo, you know what I'm going to come up with this?" And like, "I'm going to come up with this this certain flow." Like the birth of this flow had to be such a fun uh fun thing for him to work on in the lab because this is such a it's such a different record this goes back to what i was saying about the missy ellie and the outcast stuff like these singles that we've never heard a song like this before this came out Nope. you know what i mean so like just to be able to hear a new sound
0: like that had to be crazy but all time great it's yeah keep. yeah it's incredible dip it in ember the video the style (laughs) everything yeah it's it's an absolute keep yeah and uh, I, I did just sort of, while we were talking, see that Shamela was the one who passed away. Rest in uh, peace. Yeah. So rest in peace. And, and you know, shout out, shout out to anybody who contributes to, you know, these amazing moments. It, it doesn't matter if you only got one, like you said, it's, it's pretty incredible. Uh, so, okay, then coming up, we have the next song. It's all good.
3: Wow, the way you give me them little fights and little tussles, right the back of your neck, weaken your leg muscles. That type of chick that always want to take it there. She don't care, ready to fuck anywhere. Make a nigga want to bust till my legs cripple. Put your breast
1: in my face. Who produce this? Uh, Lot of
3: teeth.
1: And quick note, I. Oh, and all my listens over the last week of this album, this song was not on there. So shout out <laughs> yeah. to that. I, as you played it, I
0: was like, "What? What? What is this?" I don't I even, <laughs> even know what this is. So yeah, this was a song that was cut from, um, or maybe it wasn't on initial. Do Do we know the order? Was it initial and then cut? It was, or was on.
2: It, just- it was initial. I remember when I got the first, um, the first pressing. I'm pretty sure I, this was on there. I remember this being on my tape.
0: So ignorant American question, when you are getting initial pressings on records in London and in the UK, are they American imports or are they like UK? It, de-
2: it depends. So sometimes you get the American import, like, you know, you have to pay premium. I paid 20 pounds for the listing, my little brother. Woo. Um, yeah, I bought it twice. Um, Or sometimes what we would get is what you call like a UK bonus track. Right. Sometimes we got tracks that Americans didn't get. This is when they respected uh, our
0: money. I know about that because I used to, I, you know, you paid 40 pounds for the listening. I used to go to like, you know, the stores in the mall, the Sam Goodies, and like look for bands or groups that had the import singles from the UK. And I was paying like $18 to get a bonus song that I didn't even know what it sounded like. I was like, man, I hope this is good. And sometimes it was, sometimes you get a really dope B-side and you, you know, instantly were elevated to... Cooler status because it's like yeah, yo, because you got you, yeah. nobody has heard this. This is like even prior to Napster and file sharing. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but so yeah, I'm pretty sure this was on the original pressing.
0: Yeah, we'll have to one day do a UK
1: versions versus Can- Canada, uh, Canada versions. Canadian oh, okay. Versions. Yeah, Okay. Sometimes the Canadians would the Canadian versions would be crazy. Yeah, yo, you guys had too. You,
2: yeah, you guys had a version of Supreme Clientele that was nuts. The Cana- yo. We'll
1: talk about something about <laughs> we're gonna, that. We're gonna sidebar. Offline. Off yes, yeah. yes. Um, it's All Good, produced by Latif. I'm gonna let you guys go on that because I didn't even hear that one and don't remember it too much.
0: I mean, it's pretty smooth. I do enjoy the production on it. Um, you know, for lack of a better reasoning, because it wasn't really too in indoctrined into my listening habits of this, and I, I didn't do a lot of listening I don't think I actually owned this CD, so I just heard it from friends who had it. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's just a, a cut, but in like the least, milit- it's like I'm I I didn't even know you were here. So I, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of. I mean, I didn't know you were here. So yeah, we. I think I would cut
2: it. It's a cool song. I like the production. I would have preferred to maybe hear someone else cool over it. From what I heard just now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd rather hear someone else girl. over it. Busta Rhyme Sex Raps? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, nah, Come here, girl.
1: You know I love the way you look.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, is this, is this, is this, is this really what I want to turn on you know that's the that's chilling with my wife
0: shock and awe version of flirtation
2: you You know spike your voice yeah (laughs) i think i think this would have been just put this on a soundtrack or a compilation
1: yeah this could have been on the boomerang soundtrack
2: right good shout
1: absolutely yeah yeah. so yeah it's a cut for me
0: are you enjoying this episode Do you like the other episodes of The Questions Hip Hop Trivia? And do you want to support the show and get even more than you're already getting? Why have you not joined the Patreon yet? Go to patreon.com slash thequestionshiphop to get bonus content, early access to episodes, discussions, and much more. Now back to the show. And we're gonna move on to the next song. is a Buster Rhymes produced song called There's Not a Problem, My Squad Can't Fix, featuring nigga,
3: hot, Jamal. You can be my lady, you could even be my lollipop sucker. Yeah. The roadone baby coming like the mad truck. A lot of jealous niggas looking funnier than Chris Tucker. God bless, oh yes, I stay fresh for the finesse. My congress, show progress.
0: Squad I mean, I gotta say to your question about what does it mean if Buster Rhymes produce like produces something it, he's not really diving super deep in the crates and like doing a crazy premiere chop it's like oh this is a dope surface level sample sure let's let's yeah. flip it yeah and i
1: yeah. I, I uh I lo- I, i'm a big jamal fan me too but, me too but, and so i this it pains me to cut a track with jamal on it because i i fucks with jamal there's not enough jamal and, yeah, I swear, and,
2: and, I swear this and, and, was one of his like his last
1: features before he kind of. Yeah, not enough yeah. Jamal out there, but this one's got to go for me. It's not,
0: and it's six minutes long. <laughs> well, it's, it's like disco, man. You just let it on, and you you know you let it ride. Oh man, okay, it's my, gotta go. My vote is to keep it, and I like it. I like it in the same way. I feel like not a lot of people feel the same way that I do about the Buster Rhymes featuring song on Slum Village's Fantastic Volume Two. That has a very similar, like you know, similar drum pattern. Very like kind of more up tempo, a little like clubby. Um, you know, I like it, but as is probably going to be a recurring trend for me, it's if, as if it's not already obvious on this episode. I could take it or leave it. So you know, I, I my vote is to keep because I do enjoy that energy, but it all rests on Chris's shoulders here.
2: This this one's got to go, man. It's got to go. I I, you know what it is, right? Sure. I just don't. It's cool. It just it's it it's it doesn't cool. add much to the album. It's not a problem. My squad can't. And fix. it doesn't like, yeah, I get sound
1: it. like the rest of the album. Like it doesn't. Yeah. That's fair. That's Flip fair.
2: Mode. It's Death yeah. Squad. I think they did they did a better song on the, on the coming. Flip Mode meets Death Squad. Sure. Um. But no, this is this is cool. Like like Maida said, man, I'm a big Jamal fan, so I was really excited to see him on on the project. You know. Um yeah. But no, this is this is cool. Maybe if it had a, a more a better beat. Whether it's something that was more intricate, a bit more yeah. bounce, a bit more variation, yeah. I would appreciate yeah. it a bit more. But it's it's cool. There's this no bad songs. Great, it's just cool.
1: This would have been a great opportunity to get Eric Sermon to do a beat for you. Come or, on, or, oh, wow. or or this would have been a great opportunity to get the 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 the, the the, a primo beat that he would wait forever to finally get, you know, or one of those like lauded producers. Like this would have been a great opportunity to get a Pete Rock production or something. And now we might be looking at this 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 song a little bit different. But mm. eh, as it is, it's, it 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 just kind of exists. I'd love to hear a remix. It
0: probably would be super fire. Well, be on the lookout. Maybe, you know? <laughs> maybe maybe the twenty fifth anniversary. Maybe they'll drop. It's you not know? A, there's, there's not a problem Eric Sermon
1: can't fix. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Well, we are trying to fix this album, and that means we're moving on to our next song. It's DJ Scratch on the boards. We can take it outside featuring the Mm -hmm.
1: Flip
3: Mode Squad.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: This song right here is the best Flip Mode lineup Ever. I know Rock Marcy came on, but like...
1: Yeah, we 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 missed we miss a Rock Marcy verse on this. That would have been... Cool, I'm cool. I'm cool without it. the top.
2: Uh, but this song is... But this song like, is already perfect. Listen, wh- I don't know who the guy... This is one of the burning questions I have if I ever speak to Buster Rines is who was that guy serious? When he has a... Super um, precise, Super precise. I'm like, who is that? Super dope. <laughs> like, who is that? And then split star. I'm in Jewels like the ladies. Bigger than... Chris. I said, oh... <laughs> Yo. Everyone on this song
1: went mad. You know what's funny though? I always, so when I listen to Posse Cuts, I listen for who comes on. First of all, I'm real crazy about the, f- the intros of verses. Like when you come in, how do you come in? Right. And do, do, and does my feeling about what's happening change when you step in the scene? Right. Mm. right? And... Man, when Rod Digger come on, bro, the Stipping whole energy... on toes across yo, the whole yo, shoe. Yo, the whole energy just go... Because everybody does their thing. So it's already up here. And mm-hmm. then when she walks in, yeah.
2: I'm like... First lady, first lady. Yo, first shout lady. out Rod Digger, man. Come Dirty on, man. Harriet. She Let's killed Forever. She forever killed it. and ever. Like, everyone on this... Like, um, even when Lord have said, um, I'm bring drama, like Nicaragua. Like, huh? Like, man. I'm like, how do you make that rhyme? And then... Busta Rhymes was like, you better practice what you preach. I got seven MCs and 10 Gs to show each. I was like, yeah. is that how much they get paid for a verse? Yeah. <laughs> like, that blew my mind. I'm like, yo, you man do 16 bars and get 10 grand. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't, I think somebody probably ran up on him later and was like, hey, I want to talk to you about this line that you had, Bust. <laughs> it's probably why Lord Have's album never came out. Or he
0: might've been trying to, he might've been trying to influence the market and just be like, well, if I say it, then you know, yeah, that's gonna yeah, that's yeah. become the standard. Maybe it didn't work, maybe it did. I'm but sure, I don't know, I don't yeah. think
2: Buster Rhymes had budget problems during this time of his career. I think they he must have opened it, opened it up for him. Definitely but this song right not. here, the beat, DJ Crazy. Scratch, this is quintessential flip mode. Like this is the reason why, Every Busta Rhymes album after this, I went straight to the Flip mode song. Yeah. Yeah. Just to hear it. And I've, oh, we'll talk about The Imperial another time, but this song, right, is one of my favorite How How is it ever.
1: possible that the previous song that we just cut is a whole minute longer <laughs> than a song that has five people on it? I yeah. just, my brain doesn't <laughs> compute this. I don't even understand. But go ahead.
2: Busta yeah. Rhymes must like Fatty Meat. He just doesn't trim it.
0: <laughs> yeah he doesn't he doesn't um i i love this song as well i think it's great i think we have a unanimous keep on our hands here yeah
2: yeah keep do All a right. remix
0: we're gonna move on then to the rashad smith produced rhymes, galore. rhymes, galore. rhymes, galore. rhymes, galore. rhymes
2: galore. Just put a
3: motherfuckers out there on some real hip-hop shit Yo, yo, yo Mayday, 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 mayday Walk barefoot on niggas like Kunta Kente So, what'd you say? What did you do when you in this way? I burn you like I'm smoking a chalice with Elton Sensei Come Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, Gotta keep. A keep
1: Gotta keep. keep That's a keep Gotta keep. keep So, quick, quick funny story about Rhymes Galore um, Somehow, from the Napster, Kazaa, Audio Galaxy days I ended up with like a lot of copies of Rob's Galore in my hard drive. So like whenever I would put uh music on shuffle, there was a <laughs> really a greater- good <laughs> chance that Rob's Galore would come on four or five times in a any shuffle <laughs> environment that I had going on. So shout out Rob's Galore for being the most played song in Midas laptop history.
2: <laughs> this song, yeah man, it's um Rashad Smith, another person I want to know more about, his contributions or just he did Wuha. It was just good to see him on there. And the beat just sounds it's again, is, it's just is different. He related, it's a bit left. Related the bus? No, I don't think so. I think he he's not related. Um I do think he's West Indian though. Mm. I do think he's Well you never know, like, you know. West Indies mean, get around. He had, it had a be a pretty,
0: he had a pretty healthy career. He did the One More Chance remix. He yep. did uh LL Cool J's Doing It, Lounging. Oh wow. Um, yeah, he's
2: he's he got busy. Tumb yeah. nice. He, is is he a hitman? He was I, he was with the hitman at one point, yes. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: He was. Um yeah, this is great for all the reasons that we've uh you know sort of outlined why we like Buster Rhymes to begin with. Yeah. Um I love yeah. the random Elder Sensei shout out too, because I didn't know about the artifacts. When yeah. I heard
2: this album, I'm like, Elder Sensei, who's that? And it right. was only years later, then I heard Come On with the Get Down. And I'm like, oh, okay, Elder Sensei. Yeah.
0: I it was cool. Super solid. You got to keep this. So we have seven songs we've kept, which means we only have room for, for three, three more, more to oh, keep. Oh, snap. So we're moving on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yo, you, no. You just had a moment of realization. Nah, because, that you, oh, you up. man, like, it's because you put Fire It Up
0: in there, Sean. Don't, don't put that on me. Come on. Put, oh, that busta. Oh. Put that on Buster. Put that on Buster. Oh shout out Rashad Smith He's done a lot of shit Yeah he's no, Rashad a lot. Smith is crazy He's also worked with uh, Erykah Badu On some of her later albums uh, Yeah he's he, he He's the shit He did If I Ruled the World Alright sorry Yeah alright We'll, we'll save it for the Rashad Smith compilation episode yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um all right so we're gonna move on to the easy Moby another one of my favorite producers from this era Come on uh come on. he produced things we be doing for money part one
3: and my son stay scheming on how to maximize the level on day-to-day creaming you remain Yo, I ain't no mistaking on the move to study paper round up the whole squad quick plot the scheme with my niggas. get on some full clip balls. is this
0: sort of the predecessor to coke rap Buster Rhymes like he was getting there this, this he is was him getting there sort of starting to be like you know I'll give you some Buster Crimes you know some Busta Crimes
2: come on short
0: <laughs> night. thank you thank you Good night. this guy you've <laughs> been a lovely audience ah uh. This guy.
1: Oh, I had to take my my
0: my, my headphones off for
1: that one. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give me
2: some bust. Sean Cantrips, Buster Crimes.
1: Oh, good. Hey man, shout out Easy Moby. Every one time. One of the one of the most not celebrated enough producers of all time. Jesus. When when people do their greatest producers of all time lists and all of that,
0: we are not talking about uh, Easy Mobi quite enough. Narrative matters and the sad fact of the matter is the narrative behind Ready to Die very pointedly sort of pushes him to the rear. And really, if you think about it, his contributions to that record are crazy. And most people think of that record as, yeah, you know, Puffy produced it. And it's like, Mm-mm.
2: Mm. no, that's easy Moby. Easy um, Moby. A, a, his two another, productions
1: are crazy. Like another
2: another dream guest, like <laughs> Yeah, Easy Mo B is crazy, man. Like,
1: yeah. And what's dope about Easy Mo B is this: in my, this isn't the Easy Mo B sound for me. Like, no, he really, no. he really came in and was like, you know, I'm gonna fit the theme of what you guys are doing. The Buster Crimes aesthetic. The Buster Crimes aesthetic, <laughs> because he was able to like, I could have easily mistaken that for a scratch beat. Yeah. You know so he really did but it's a crazy production and yeah the and, it's, crazy. and the
2: storytelling is dope the as well the Storytelling's fire yeah yeah'm sto-
0: keeping
2: ke- all right we got three slots
0: we have three slots
2: the reason why I'm gonna keep this guys is because it's a storytelling song and I feel like every MC needs to have one of these on your album and in your arsenal it's important so keep
0: this is a keep for me too. It is a keep for me as well. We got another unanimous uh, keep, and we have done yeah <laughs> keep, keep, keep something, something. Um, so that means that we are going to move on to the things we be doing for money part two. Shout out to the excess of the nineties, uh, and this one is produced by Agala and Clarence Dorsey. Featuring Rampage, Anthony Hamilton, and The Chosen out. Generation. This is another, you know, we're diving deeper into the Buster Crimes storytelling. Buster Crimes. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> has that sort of dramatic, cinematic, almost mafioso-esque, you know, aesthetic to the beat, I would say. Um, I feel like one of the things is that we've got to keep it because if we don't,
2: then and part 1 episode, is
1: invalid. And this ep- well that too but if we don't and the episode comes out Aguilar might diss us on his IG. So <laughs> okay. We've got to make sure that we I don't, I
2: don't want that for myself.
1: I don't I don't want the Aguilar smoke. No, I don't let want it. it. Be, he'll be like, "Yo, I heard this podcast. They disrespected me." I don't I don't I don't want to deal with that. so but I think I, it's a great I'm, song I'm though. Keep it. It is a good I think song. It, it is it's a, a good great song.
2: song, and I think it's it's a two piece. It's, the, it's two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Um. Imagine listening to this album with part one, and then there's like no part two. It's a bit mad. <laughs>
1: Could it have been one song? Absolutely. Possibly. Like, could we? It could, it
2: could have been a beat switch. It could have been a beat switch. A
1: beat switch. I mean, I don't need it to be seven minutes or eight minutes of one song, but like we could have figured out a way. We could yeah. do a we could do a making Illmatic of those two songs and make it work. <laughs> but but uh, but no, I think you got to keep it. it. Yeah, you got to keep it. it.
2: it. Plus, yeah. it was one of um, Anthony Hamilton's like early
0: yeah super early.
2: collaborations. Yeah, I remember when I first heard of Anthony Hamilton, or I thought I did when he like blew up, and I was like. Oh, that's the same brother. Right. This. Yeah. And then you got yeah. the choir at the end with the gospel influence as well. And, it's and a, shout it's a dope out to a
1: good Rampage feature. I I am I, gonna tell you, wasn't a big Rampage fan. And I
2: love I loved his album.
1: That's a that's a like as a rapper, I wasn't like Rampage didn't do anything for me, but I like I like I like hit the feature that Rampage mm. had on
0: this. He killed this one. Well, look, my vote would be to cut it only because in the trying to, you know, keep things unique we sort of don't need two songs that fulfill the same role sure. but i also get what you're saying it's good to me but you know we got double money on the album now and only one slot left wow so we are going to move on to the rock wilder produced erica Badu featuring Have one
3: what do you consider fun fun natural fun
0: It seems comically out of character for me to feel this way about a very Soquarian neo-Soli, Erica Badu featuring song. But my vote is to cut it.
2: Me too. Me three. (laughs) And you know what? I like this song. I think... In the, I can listen in, in terms of the songs I've cut I can listen to it If I'm listening to the album Cause like I sure. said I love the album But you've given me a task so i I gotta make this 10 songs So I'm having to let go Of some children That I may Still love But you know If they're not gonna make it To college You gotta come
0: Babies get hurt On yeah, the show you
2: know, Yeah Come on man
1: Yeah It's this is a cool, weird man. inclusion Onto this record I mean It, it stands out like Like, Erica. A, bro- like a broken thumb
2: <laughs> but Erica Badu Like I swear Like this This was just shortly After Baduism So she was like She was out she was there. She, she was Oh yeah She was yeah. it At yeah. the time
1: Yeah And we got We got Erica Badu Bars on that one But yeah, still And it's a weird Rock Wilder beat Like uh it's 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 a cup for me. I,
0: I didn't enjoy it. Also doesn't really fit at all with the disaster impending theme unless like yeah, part of your I, pre- preparation for the apocalypse she, is like come on man. Should be know.
2: packing your bags with her instead of just like talking about, you know, although no, we are.
1: although hanging out with Erica Badu has created the end some of the classic. world for some for some for some, for some, rappers. some men. Yeah. And some
2: classics too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah Erica yeah. Badu, it's always an eventful day in the studio. That's a, yeah. I mean, Some, something amazing will come disaster out.
0: Disaster strikes can be when you hang out with Erica Badu. Like We're not gonna get into it today, but I did actually once get into a very tense argument with Erica Badu backstage at uh Erica Badu concert. But that maybe we'll save that for a Patreon or something. <laughs> we but need to talk about this that. This was yeah, a real thing that. that happened. Wasn't fun. Love Erica. <laughs> Love Erica. Like huge huge Eric Badu fan but yeah we gotta cut this which means we're going <laughs> to another Rashad Smith produced cut it was a single and the song is called dangerous
3: you come of us on I love this song this song
2: is to do woo hard and do this yeah in the space of a year are you are you mad like ugh, this was cr- yeah i i'm more of a and i don't really like to use this term, I'm more of a backpackery type dude um but i like a good single yeah and this is like a this is a great single this has everything the great production the lyrics it's not annoying it's catchy it does what it says on the tin but i'm gonna have to cut it whoa when disaster strikes yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know why you know i'm gonna cut it because because i kept turning up you see and i can't go back and take turn up if i could take turn it up or fire it up out now i would put this in its place but the reason why i'm taking this out is because i've got one more slot and i know i'm putting in the slot wow i mean plus we've already got put your hands where my eyes can see we've already got fire it up we've got the singles you know, we've got 10 slots, do we really but need 3 singles?
0: We do because that is the thing about Buster Rhymes, all of his singles have such crazy character that you can't even group these in together. This is such a fucking weird song to It's like, very weird. It's, it's, very, production it's very It's very off- is off. weird. Yeah. The the video is weird and the be- and I say weird in the best way possible. Like yeah. nah, it's no, it's wonky. Very wonky. This is in this a is, great way. This is yes, it is wonky and it's and it's one keep for me because that okay. is so my as vote.
1: a note as a note, we have to go through the whole record of keeps and cuts, and then we'll see if we've kept too much because we might have to do a second round of cuts. So okay, just as a just as a note. But right. with that being said, this is a fucking keep for the kid. This <laughs> this, this 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 signs the contract of. These songs that you could never predict that would come down the pipeline and be just like yo, what the fuck is that? Yeah, no,
2: bro, I'm with you. This I think I think it's a great song, great, 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 great song. I just um, we'll go through the list and you'll find out why. Okay.
0: All right, all right. Well, maybe your vote then is that you were trying to save a slot for the next song, which is produced by Puff Daddy. It is. The Rampage, Puff Daddy, and Mace, featuring The Body Rock. This is the same sample as De La's The Business, right? It sounds very similar. Yeah, to and your, it's your, been your used style.
1: a couple of other times, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I can think off the top of my head. Hey man, get this shit out of here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, get this
1: shit out of here.
0: I mean, you want to talk about Time Capsule. This was also everybody was trying to get yeah. down with the Bad Boy movement.
1: Quintessential get a puffy joint on your yep. album. And it was awful.
0: This,
2: this, I like this song, but it sounds, it would have fit better on a Bad Boy album. Yeah. yeah. Put this on Macy's album, well, but Busta Rhymes' is fl- flow and verse on this. Um, check out the way niggas always be ripping shit the way the anti no favor and do it so it. It was mad.
1: Well what Bus would do, which is where you have to like put him on a Mount Rushmore of all-time flowers and stuff, is when Bus hears a beat, if the beat doesn't do anything special, he do will it. do something special. Right? Cause like this beat's boring as shit. Like yeah. it's hella boring. <laughs> and he was like and then rampage is hella boring on this shit. It's like boring beat, boring rampage. It's too much. But bus, it's almost like I feel like bus heard that and was like, I have to like up the ante, yeah, and 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 dance on this a certain way. Yeah, Bus tried
2: with all his heart, yeah, but this just was kind And the question I'm saying is, we're coming to the end, right? And uh, the world's about to end and you're out here doing the body rock. I'm like, these man's priorities is all <laughs> over the place, yo. It's all over the place, bro. Well, he's like,
0: already proven, like, in the latter half of the album that he's kind of, like, losing track of the mission. He's, you know, chilling with Eric Badu. <laughs> then he's, like, dancing doing with Puffy the body Moose, rock. Like,
2: Come on, man. Uh, no, it's a cool song. It would have fit better on Mace's album or a Puffy, a Puffy album. It would have been perfect.
0: It would have. Yeah. It It also sort of foreshadows the fact that Busta in his career moving forward is always kind of going to keep his ears and eyes open to what is popping and attach himself to it in a way Mm. that still is him. He still Mm. brings his own energy, but he's not afraid. You know, it's not really a diss. He does chase trends. He does see what's popping. And then he's like, yo, let me get some of that. Let me hop on that remix. Let me get Netflix. He'll sit in it. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. But it is a unanimous cut we have one more official song left it is dj scratches produced mm-hmm. get off my block featuring lord have mercy
3: about the back of and who the winner is the presence of a small time admiration blemishes i'm going to play your ass out like a game of my little saga genesis this is inappropriate. the we talking for and we ain't even associates ask liberal we straight trick or
2: treat and they want you eating i
0: super Ooh. dope super dope
2: you see let me tell you something right <laughs> you see that guy lord have mercy he was lord next man he was this nice. was the, this was the setup it was like his his flow on his pack bust rhymes killed it but the flow and what lord have mercy he said they macarena when i jack my razor huh like yeah yeah <sighs> yeah
1: yeah, Asthmatic Lord, Lord.
2: chest wheeze. Lord have. He was next. He was next.
1: He had. He the was illest, next, man. He had the illest voice and the illest rap name. I remember when I first yeah, heard it, I was like, his name is Lord Have Mercy. And
2: if some, if, I was imagine like, being why did I not think of this, like, dude. If you're an MC and you're gonna call yourself Lord Have Mercy, you have to deliver. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Like, there's certain rappers who have names that match them, like Jizza Genius. Yeah, yeah. You are literally the genius right? right this guy lord have mercy the voice yeah. of the ten commandments it was the,
1: it was yeah it was the
2: best rap name pairing with a voice of, and, the, all, and, his, of all and time. his his delivery was so off kilter it was a mix of like singing start and stop and just like Ugh! Ugh! and then the, the production dj scratch again yeah this was a great album close up get off my yeah. block you know yeah. who the unfamiliar corn balls we need to start calling <laughs> people corn balls again I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna start today. Yeah. Yeah, you unfamiliar cornball, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: this is is a keep for me. Keep, keep, keep. keep. Unanimous keep, unanimous keep, which means we have one song or track left, which is the outro. I mean that beat is always going to elicit an amazing screw face reaction, but as we've already stated when we addressed the three intros on the album, you kinda don't need the outro. Oh
2: man, you don't but you... but
0: but but that beat is too good. Like yeah. too good. On
1: the on the on the intro, it was three good beats. But that beat is crazy. So I would keep it. I, I just I would keep it just off the strength that I wanna hear that beat on the album.
2: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it just because we cut the intro. But if there's a god out there <laughs> and you listen to podcasts.
0: Don't forget to subscribe. 20,
2: yeah, <laughs> don't forget to subscribe and also on the 25th anniversary, someone dig up those recording files. Tell me he rhymed on this. Yeah. If there's any leftover songs from this project and he rhymes on this beat. Our PayPal whoever to get it. Yeah, let's get it.
0: Yeah, that's a DJ scratch beat shout out to him Yeah, he's amazing. He really did put his foot in on this album <sighs> um, he put Both feet hands feet everything he was, all playing, in it. he was playing twister on that bitch. Come on man. He time massage the whole album <laughs> Um, all right, so we're cutting it. So let me look at our track listing here 11 We got to cut it down to 10 the track listing is the whole world looking at me turn it up fire it up remix when disaster strikes, so hardcore. Put your hands where my eyes could see. We could take it outside. Rhymes galore. Things we be doing for money, parts one and part two. Dangerous and get off my block. Mm. All right, I'm gonna throw my uh, my ones out there.
1: The whole world looking at me mm. is a cut
2: for me. I am gonna go, I uh, feel. This is too much for me. I am going to go because I do not want to keep Dangerous in there. Fire it up. could go.
0: Woo. Chris, you're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your yeah. fucking is. mind. We is. we can't cut the Fire it up remix. Yeah. That, like, okay, so. so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Pete, this. If we cut the whole world looking at me, which is Midas's other suggested cut, then the song the the album opens up with the turn it up Fire It up remix which is a pretty a pretty potent opener now granted i know it's a little more commercial leaning than the you know sinister kind of thumpy the whole world looking at me but not, democracy is there.
2: a flawed concept to me but i'm still with it <laughs> if, if if are you both saying you'll take off the world the whole world looking at me
0: so here's the thing for me. There,
2: that's that's for me.
0: There are a few songs on here that I will fight tooth and nail to keep, mm. because of the aforementioned relationship that I have with this album. I could kind of go either way on a lot more of them though. So like if you if you have a proposal that isn't cutting the turn you know the turn up fired up remix, then I'd be willing to entertain it. But otherwise, you know
2: you know what could go. And this is just this is just me. You know, Mida said there's a lot of rapping on the album. There's a Rams lot galore? of it. Rams galore, possibly, because we've already got the Rashad Smith in there with dangerous. I
1: I I looked at Rams galore, and I have a similar feeling with Rams galore. For me, it's between Rams galore and the whole world looking at
0: me. Okay. Why why am I doing this? <laughs> well, you All right. I mean. If if those are the two that we're talking about and you guys aren't going to budge on any of these other ones cuz my uh, the only other thing I would say is cut one of the things we be doing things for, we're money, for money that yeah. preferably yeah. the second one but if it's between if you guys aren't willing to hop on board with that and it's the whole world looking at me or rhymes galore I, I got could, I could I could do away with the second one too it would be one of those three do You know what I could I
2: could I could I could take out I could take I'm going to go with um things we be doing for money part 2 I could live there. I could live there too. I could live there. I that, could live there. That, that's what right.
0: we're going to do. So, amended track list 10 tracks. Let me just make sure. One, two, three, four. Yep. Ten, 10 songs. Album begins with The Whole World Looking at Me. Then the Turn It Up, Fire It Up remix. When Disaster Strikes. So Hardcore. Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Could See. Rhymes Galore. We could take it outside. Things we'd be doing for money, part one. Dangerous and get off my block. That's concise.
2: That's potent. That's potent. That's potent. It it's is. got, I think it's got all the elements of why I enjoy from a hip hop album in there. Um, variety of producers, lots of DJ scratch.
1: Yeah. Where yeah. would you, what would you give it as your updated five mic rating? Rating, like where would you put it on that scale
2: updated so, now? Probably like a four and a, four and a half. Okay, so we we heard this album for
1: you. Well, no, because he said from a journalist standpoint. From
2: I'm, I'm speaking as a journalist now. Like ah, the, the, yeah. the, the fan in me is this is always Five mics just because it means so much yeah. to me.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but from a, a hip hop canon perspective, I'd say maybe a four four and a half. It's still I still think it's Busta Rhymes' best album, even in this in this shortened version. I really do believe that. Do you think? The album
1: in the shortened version is
2: better than the album in the longer version. No, because there's some key cuts that we took out, like things we'd be doing for money. Part two is important, just because I'm, I'm a big storytelling guy. Mm-hmm. And if I imagine hearing part one and it just cuts off, and it's like, where's part like, huh? The story kind mm-hmm. of there.
0: It, it would be like most people's relationships with music videos in the '90s. It was like to be <laughs> continued, and then you need yeah. part was, two. Yeah, you
2: know. If he had said to be continued, then I could live with it, but um, it's a two piece, so yeah, there are some songs that I would um keep, but you know I could a twelve thirteen when, thirteen track version of when disaster Strikes would probably be the sweet spot, but this ten track version is dope I think it's dope, I and mean, I'm actually gonna go and listen to it in the order that we've done it now
0: mm. yeah we'll we'll have a version of that too, a playlist um okay dope, what do you think Midas? I think the album has improved, I
1: think we've cut fat um. Is there a song or two that we could have kept, and it maybe I wouldn't think that that song or two is fat. Yeah, but in the efforts of getting the other songs off of it, that were like that puffy song's awful. Like that's got to go, right? <laughs> like there's songs on there that are that Erica Badu song's got to go. That fucking um, get high tonight. Get high. This, this got to go. So like I think we've improved the record in that sense. I started with a three and a half. I'll go up to a 3.754 in that
2: range. Yeah, I will say, you know, when you you mentioned the Puffy song, the only redeeming feature of that song is there's a really good um, Split Star interlude at the end. Oh, And I I, I think it's a DJ scratch beat, and you talk about, you know, the musical Felon, the Black John Lennon, always keep the gap between the brief and the denim. I was like, ooh, Split Star's coming with an album. I think, he never I he like, never did it.
1: I feel like Buster wrote that verse, but yeah, nah. Crazy.
2: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I tell you, I was ready for this album was supposed to be the setup. I think this is the the only thing with this album that I look back and I feel a bit salty about is the it fulfilled the promise of Buster rhymes. But I think Flip Mode Squad as a whole is probably one of the biggest missed opportunities.
0: Yeah. And
2: yeah. And it's yeah. they there was I think they could have done a lot more.
0: I haven't revisited I the Imperial in a long time, Ooh, so I need that to- album
2: there. Oof, he he does he talk. It's another it's another five minute intro, by the way.
1: The Imperial's crazy. The yeah. Imperial's crazy. You um, even got a Swiss that. beat song on there that I like. Yeah, it's, the Imperial's crazy, but yeah, I think I think this turns now to a three seven five four somewhere between that for me.
0: Yeah, I kind of side with you on that. It definitely improves the album. I'd given it three and a half before. There are too many albums that I. Would ascribe the four mic writing to, or the four mic rating to, rather, that I truly love more than I even like this version of the album. So I, I kind of hesitate to put it in four. Yeah. So for me, you know, we're, we're getting a little micro tonal here. I'd say 3.75. But we want to know what you guys think for everybody watching and listening. Definitely scream at us. Uh, there's links in the notes that you'll be able to let us know what we did right and what we absolutely butchered so let us know <laughs> and a uh, big shout out to you chris thank you again for joining us I feel like us. chris is gonna get a lot of support online for this uh for this album I no,
2: thank, thank you just thank you both for having me um sean you know you know how i feel about you and, and midas man i've been familiar with you and um love to stay in touch yeah let's do that that's love yes
0: yeah. sir how do we do did we improve the album did we totally fuck it up what do you think where do you rank buster rhymes's second album Is it his best album? What are your thoughts about When Disaster Strikes? I want to know all of this. So send me an email, sean at questionshiphop.com, or hit us up on all of our socials. I'll put links to that. Or join the discussion on the Patreon at patreon.com slash the questionshiphop. Big shout out to Chris Mitchell and Midas the Beast for sitting in and taking part in this always entertaining thought experiment. It was a lot of fun, and I look forward to these all the time. And I'm loving the feedback that we've been getting on all of these episodes. Big shout-out to the Stony Island Audio crew. Salute to what I believe is one of the best podcast networks in music right now. Shout-out to the Dad Bod Rap Pod, Fatherhoods, Secret Skin, Super Duty Tough Work, The Raw Report, Creativity in Captivity. We're taking over this hip-hop podcast shit. The show's theme is by Midas the Beast and Tsarism. The show is hosted and edited and produced by me, Sean Kantrowitz. Go to questionshiphop.com. Follow us on all the socials, and we will see you next week with another episode of the Questions Hip-Hop Trivia Podcast. Peace. Zony Island oh, Audio.
3: Yeah.